Hello, and welcome to the Friendini Podcast. I'm Vic. And I'm Nick. And we're your hosts. We'll be chatting about friendship, life, teaching, New York, and a bunch of other stuff. So sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy the show. Hello, Vic. Hello, Nick. How are you? I am okay. How are you? Good. I am very happy to be here for episode nine, Summer Dreamin'. Summer Dreamin'. <laughs> uh, so, are you drinking anything today? At the moment, I'm just doing a black cherry polar seltzer. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? I'm trying something new again. I'm having a high noon vodka and soda. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's grapefruit flavored. Is that like another, like a white claw kind of thing? Yeah, but this says it's vodka and soda, not that like malt liquor or whatever else everything is. One sip in, not too bad. All right. I can follow up when I'm done. Is it like a cute packaging? Um, Yeah, it's like a white can with like a blue like band around it with like a yellow circle in it. Mm. Not as cute as others, but yeah, the lover boy one is the cutest thing. Thank you. Yeah. They did a good job with their packaging. It looks so good. Oh yeah. I totally got roped right in. (laughs) (laughs) So um, with the summer dreaming episode or dream in episode, um, is there any beauty tips for summer? We haven't done beauty tips in the queue in a while. No, we haven't. What do you got I, cooking? I have some stuff. Okay. Um, I've gone back to get, getting manicures and pedicures. Okay. And I'm a convert to the SC, like, long-lasting one. Uh-huh. Because I can't find my top coat. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's somewhere. Oh. Oh. But I can't find it. So this is what I'm doing temporarily. I love it. It's great. I have on a color right now, Bold Boundaries. It's like oh, watermelon. Ooh, sounds so like therapized chic, like a bold boundary. Yeah. I like it. It's good. I wish I had more bold boundaries in my life. <laughs> I, need them. I have a lot of I them. Need, I need them. I went orangey red for my home pedicure. Well, we're As... not currently matching, but what I just no. got taken off was an orangey red. Yeah, you inspired me. Oh, how nice. I was a copycat. Love it. <laughs> oh, my man. next uh, Beauty in the Queue update is I am throwing away all of my makeup. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. This my, my ears are perked. Tell me everything. Well, at this point, it's all old. I haven't worn makeup in <laughs> since March. <laughs> right. So, you know, it went like quarantine, then summer. Uh-huh. So my only summer beauty thing is waterproof mascara. Awesome. And that's it. I don't know if this is disturbing to you or to anyone listening, but I'm going to let you know, I have not had my hair cut in seven months. Well, that's a long time. <laughs> I, I just realized that. I um, recently got my hair cut. Yeah. Um, before that, I had like a mullet kind of thing going on because my hair all broke off from being bleached, but whatever. Yeah. Now it's cut and nice. Maybe you should get a haircut. Yeah, I know. I know. You know where I go? I go to Fringe Salon in um, the city, Lower East Side. 
my hairstylist has been Laura and it is also Joe. Um, they're amazing. Shout out to Fringe. If anyone is like honestly listening to this and you are near New York City, get your butt to Fringe because they will do you quite proper. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm ashamed to go there um, because it's you know a long time and then also there seems to be so many like rules and regulations and I'm just like freaked out about it there are a lot yeah but I don't know what if you get like an interim haircut before going no. back to the no, no 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 my friends I'm currently in upstate New York I have gone down that route <laughs> and I will tell you no ma'am <laughs> all right i get the no ma'am i got it <laughs> okay okay um well when cool. you're ready we should so make appointments to go to fringe together i know that was our dream it's it seems like the pandemic is not going to end ever right it's like wear a mask people i think yeah it's continuous <laughs> i know i would love to do that other beauty things in the queue i don't know i'm uh, like i was mentioning to you earlier i'm very happy my lasering has held up uh hoping to get more things lasered very excited about that um i'm wearing my hair like very natural and wavy which is cool so i know you're curly i am curly and are you full curls for the summer full curls yeah, so I'm like wavy life now, which is kind of cool. So I'm into that. Just my shampoo. T- natural, and I think it's like doing really. Wait, Vic, I can't hear you completely, and I oh. want to know what shampoo you're talking about. Oh, can you hear me now? I can. Oh, and so can cool. everyone else. Oh my goodness, I'm back. So the shampoo uh, company is Alafia. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's black owned and run, and um, it, it's all natural without all the stuff in it, um, which is cool. And I think it's doing good things for my hair. That's awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like slow and steady. I'm kind of noticing like a change, and like, uh, like instead of like one chunk of my hair being straight and the other being curly and the other being wavy, it's all kind of curly wavy together. That's nice because mine is quite the opposite <laughs> yeah what shampoo do you use um, what brand i actually usually well i go between two because i don't use the same one every time i wash my hair um one is like a co-wash so it's like more like conditioner uh-huh and it's as i am is the brand uh, and cool. then the other one that i use is like a herby natural like hair growth fullness value you know all that nonsense. yeah but it smells like like oregano. <laughs> really? <laughs> like it smells like an herb. <laughs> like it's it's not like necessarily bad, but it's not like like fruity smelling like happy shampoo. Mm. But like it doesn't smell bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's it's good to like have different scents and stuff. Um I like a peppermint scent. I've been putting peppermint in my diffuser a lot. Ooh, exciting. It is. It is. Yeah. So with, um, we're all kind of with our summer dream in, we're all like the dreams are dying, right? Like we will be going back to our school building soon. Yes. It's coming to an end very quickly. 
and so is our season one of Frontini. So the summer will end season one and then we'll pick up season two in September, just like a school year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any feelings, hopes, dreams, thoughts, comments on the DOE in this moment, which it could change in like five minutes, but like in this moment, do you have anything, any thoughts? In this moment, I kind of feel like the plan that they have isn't going to be able to be executed by the beginning of school. Right. Like, I think in theory, it's great. Mm -hmm. I think the DOE is huge. There are 1,800 schools and, like, over a million kids. Mm -hmm. So it's huge. So I just don't think that given the plan and given the time frame, it's necessarily going to happen by September 10th when the kids are supposed to come back. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of coordinating. It's a lot of planning. It's a lot of resources. It's a lot of things. Yeah. I do think that the DOE should have focused a little more in this time on um, like building capacity and remote learning. Mm-hmm. And making it, like, a little more effective. You know, like, we were all trying to figure it out last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, now would be the time to, like, build upon it before we go back to, like, instruction and having kids. Um, but that hasn't really happened too much either. So, we'll see. I know. There's so many components to it. I, I heard about... Um... You know, a lot of schools are having the students eat in the classroom with the teacher. Yes. But then they have to remove their masks to eat and breakfast also. And it's just like, so they're just not thinking things all the way through. Um, And my whole thing, too, it's like not a real specific to this moment. I guess it is specific to this moment. My thought is that teachers and admin um, and, and even parents have been like on, on, on. Um, thinking about this and like the normal decompression of a school year definitely did not happen this year. And so the people, whoever they are, the people young and old are coming back, whether it's remote or not, they're coming back and it's like, they're not the same and they're not as rested as historically they have been. And I just, I worry about, you know, the people like, and mass, you know, and, and obviously it goes down the individual, but it's, um, you know, all, all the admin that's been working all summer, like it's a very, ta- there's a tax, right? It's taxing and there's a tax and it will get paid. And how that gets paid, unfortunately, it's like people are going to be, I think, you know, really spiraling out. And like, it's really hard to take care of yourself in this time. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. there's going to be, I think the next couple of years, I think teaching is going to be very hard. And I think we're going to lose a lot of really good teachers because like Mm. the burnout's going to be crazy. I've seen it on, on Twitter. I see these kind of like Twitter liberty kind of people. Um, They are resigning. (laughs) So, I mean, they do have a platform and they go and they're writing their books and doing what they do consulting, I'm sure. But yeah, there's definitely, you know, those who are able are definitely resigning. Yeah. And especially if you're in, like, certain situations, there are all these, like, new alternatives to schools popping up. Like what? Um, Like, all that, like, pod teaching. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And then, like, some parents are opting for, like, complete at-home instruction, and they want, like, uh, like more than a tutor, but less than a teacher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are other opportunities for 
educators. Yes, I met um, a former DOE educator this summer, and the person has a, a full tutoring. Um, she is a reading specialist. She has a full company, and it's just her. But she sustains a whole beautiful life on it, and so she left the DOE, and that's what she does. And she has been for a while, so I can only imagine now the demand um, that would be something that lots of people can do. But I know there's, like, lots of feelings around the pods, Um I don't know, just like this idea that like, um, you know, just because you can drop however X dollars on it, it's like you're kind of undercutting the whole idea of public education. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a wacky place to be. And there's been like an undercurrent of not supporting public education within the education field for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, you know, this could be a very interesting like turn of events. I think so. I mean, I just hope I'm able in some way to like lend myself to try to heal the hoop of the people because the people are overrun and this is just a burden that no one should face. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but anyway, for our for our um, first segment, is there anything that I'm missing? Well, um, those community fridges. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So let's have a turn. So in this time, right? So there's so much heavy stuff, but there's good that's come out of it. So tell me about your community fridge. So in East Helmert's Jackson Heights, which is where I work, um, they have a community fridge and people can like come and take what they need and other people can bring and like restock. And it's, like, just, like, a really cool thing. Now, I saw pictures of this on Instagram. It looks beautiful. The food looks, like, I'm, like, this is unbelievably well done, whoever's doing it. I think it's a group of people doing it. And I've seen these community fridges. I think there might be, like, 30-something, 31, 30-something of them across the um, four boroughs, I'm going to say. I'm not going to include Staten Island in that. Um because they're, they're, I don't think they have any, um, but they're across the four boroughs there, and they are amazing. They are beautiful, and with that, what did they call it? The Cuomo um, fries. What, it's like oh, you can't just drink at a bar anymore. You need to buy food. Oh yeah, it started when they had to like serve food, and it was like the Cuomo chips. Oh, the Cuomo chips, Cuomo chips, yeah. So with the Cuomo chips. Um, and the need for food, a lot of these uh, fridges there might be down the block from like a bar so they will sell like a one dollar peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then like you can take that saran wrapped peanut butter and jelly sandwich and walk it just down the block and then you can you know put it in the community fridge it's awesome it is awesome it's a very beautiful thing i'm hoping that i can get one going in upstate new york i did contact uh daniel torres of New Paltz, New York, and I—he's I, a <laughs> just sorry, just throwing some drama in here. But I did contact him. He said, "I don't know what kind of program that is." And I said, "Joey, it's not a program. You you plug a fridge in the wall. What is it? You plug a fridge in, then people put food in, and then people take food. That's it. There's no program. I will donate my fridge. I will take my fridge. I will drive it where it needs to go, and I, and I will plug it in." What if you just did it? Well, I need someone with like electricity that's willing to be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know. 
I don't know. All right. So, yeah, more on community fridges. I love it. It's a good thing. Cuomo chips are weird. Forcing people to buy food is weird. I don't know. As someone who has worked in the restaurant industry for a very, very, very long time, um, I kind of, like, get the idea behind it. But really, you just shouldn't have bar service. Exactly. Because, like, in the news everywhere, talking to people, whatever, whatever, a lot of restaurants are just kind of like, or a lot of bars, I guess, are kind of just, like, BSing it. So it doesn't really, like, matter anyway. Exactly. Yeah, no. You know. Not a good plan. Yeah, I'm not into it, but whatever. Yeah, they try. I'm not in church. <laughs> one day, my friend. One day. One one sweet, sweet summer day. Yes. Well, it's kind of a sad time of year, Vic. Is it? Summer is ending. Are the cicadas getting a little louder? <laughs> they are, and the nights are getting a little chillier. They are, and sh- and, and um, and the sun's setting sooner. I know. And, you know, I I used to love the watermelon sunflowers, but they all are kind of symbols that it's all coming to an end. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's happening fast this year. Summer didn't really feel like summer. No, I just went for a hike today, and I actually saw some leaf changing. Oh, stop I know. It. I didn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. No, I really did, and I wanted to photograph it and like put it on um, the gram, but I decided that that would be um, too much of an assault to my followers um, and their emotional state. So I I kept it to myself. Well, I think I could speak on behalf of everyone that we appreciate that and. Uh... Come back to me after September 1st. Okay. I can respect those those boundaries. What were they? September 1st. What's your, no, no, no. What's your polish color? Oh, bold boundaries. I can respect that bold boundary. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you will hear you. until the month of September. Thank you. As it should be. As it should be. Yeah. And summer really isn't over until the end, like, you know, close to the end of September. But exactly I'll give everyone september 1st yes well let's so what what's going on in the summer that just like blows your hair back what are your favorite things of summer oh so many the beach mm-hmm. um like summer nights are awesome mm-hmm. definitely summer food mm. there are lots of like favorites there what are some of your favorite summer foods? You know what? I just made, I don't know what's like favorite, but I just made carrot hot dogs again. So good. Tell me more about that. Have you had carrot hot dogs? No. Okay. So you get a carrot. You get carrots. First of all, I learned about this from Miss Tabitha Brown. I am Tabitha Brown. Wonderful TikToker. As long as TikTok can come into every episode. So she did it, but I think I did another recipe. So basically, you take the carrots, you make like a little marinade, 
it's like I use amino acids. I use liquid smoke, which is essential. Um, I use malt vinegar, stuff like that. You kind of make like a little marinade. And then you dilute it with water and you boil the carrots for 20 minutes peeled in this. And then you just throw them on the grill. And it tastes like a hot dog. And it's really weird and kind of fantastic. I'll try that because I don't really love hot dogs. Yeah. No, this is good. It is really good. And they're, you know, it's healthy. It's like a marinated carrot. That sounds deliciously delightful or delightfully delicious. Yes. And you know what else I'm really good at making is potato salad. I think I have like a gift from the heavens. Well, that's amazing. (laughs) I just make, yeah, I make a really good potato salad. Two great summer foods. Are you a potato salad lover? Um. Well, I don't like the meanies, so mm. I like the vinegar one, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. Yeah, I do both. I like the vinegar one. I could do the meanies one if there's, like, a tiny bit. What about veganese? Yeah. Tastes very different than mayonnaise. It does. You don't like it? I think it's more like the consistency, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, truth be told, it's not the best stuff for you. So it's probably better that you don't like mayonnaise. But I will tell you, it's kind of freaky. This has been like the summer of mayonnaise for me. I think I've eaten like three jars of mayonnaise. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds great if that's what Mm. you're into. Dude, I don't know. But my, my, um, my other little hack, which is so good. It's an Amy's Quarter Pounder Burger. It's a vegan burger. Mm-hmm. It's called a Quarter Pounder. You get it. You cook it. Like, do whatever you do. And then we put ketchup, mayo, and then wrap it in lettuce. It is so good. And the only reason we wrap it in lettuce is because we get the lettuce from our CSA, and we don't, like, have, you know, a farm delivering us buns. We would eat buns if I had easy access to buns, but I do not easier access to lettuce so we make these little like wrap things it is so good so that's definitely like the number one new hit dish in my house this season that's awesome it sounds good bear burger yeah you know like the restaurant bear burger. ah yes they yes we'll wrap a burger in collard greens oh okay yeah more like it has more um like structure to it yeah however if it's like overcooked and mushy then it's like they cook the collards yeah that's weird as hell is it good yeah sometimes like when it's too overcooked or it gets like if you get it like delivered and it gets too like steamy yeah then it's not as good but yeah so it's a good i like the idea of the lettuce i can do that yeah, the lettuce is basically like two leaves on the bottom, two leaves on the top, and then we wrap it so it's like the shape of a burger. Awesome. So you're just kind of like eating into like a burger pocket, and then inside is mayo and – I mean, you could put anything in it. You could put any delicious sauce you want in it. That's just – sometimes a little scallion, sometimes a tomato, and it's like so messy and like good. Oh, so good. Do you like relish? I love relish, yeah. I'm like a condiment like obsessed person. I don't personally like, I like relish. I don't like mayonnaise, so I don't like Thousand Island dressing. But for those of you Mm -hmm. who do, you could add relish and make Thousand Island dressing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Russian, one of the. 
I think we call it fancy sauce from Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Making that fancy sauce. Yeah, no, it's great. They also have Heinz came out with, I know it's not for you, but it is mayonnaise and ketchup mixed. But that's fancy sauce. No? Well, yeah, but Heinz has it. That's kind of weird. People are into it. What can I tell you? I mean, I'm personally into it. I guess I make it myself. I think it's different when you make it yourself. I don't know. Yeah, I think the mixed color would kind of throw me off. It's weird. Do you remember when Heinz had like different color ketchup? Or was it the green ketchup? Yeah, green and purple, I think. That never should have been. <laughs> Just, you gotta know when to fold them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely went over, overboard on that one. It did. What are your, okay, so you do the beach. That's like your activity. Yes. Do you have any other summer activities? Um... Not really. No. Yeah, I do like hanging out, you know, like different. I'm going tubing tomorrow on the Delaware River. Are you really? I am. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, a little That's fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the weather's good and everything works out. No, oh, that sounds really nice. Are you gonna do lunch or what what else is the day? Um tell me, tell me your agenda. <laughs> um we are with the check-in anytime between like 11 and 1. And then I think we're doing three or four hours. We're going to bring some snacks and stuff like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go out after. And what's like the town that it's in? Um, no. Is it Milford? See, I thought it was you were going to say Milford. I have some friends in Milford. How nice. Ah. Yep, so that's what that is what I am doing. Do stuff like that. Like outdoor, fun, summer activities. Same. I swam this last week in a swimming hole. Awesome. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. It was heaven. A lot of people have never experienced like a true swimming hole. It is so wonderful. It just gives you back your life. It's just so heavenly. Well, nothing nothing to be afraid of. It's just crystal clear water. It is um, a wonderful, beautiful temperature. Um, it's really, really fabulous. I went to Peter's Kill. Is that if anyone wants close to you? Very close to me, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I will have to say, a problem that I'm going to say about summer is um, that I'm getting scared of sharks. As you should be. They're, I mean, I know they were always there. I always had, like, a mutual respect. Like, I'm here in your house. I promise I'll be okay. Don't eat me. Yes. However, now past couple of years and then this summer kind of over the edge like I'm very aware of them you know it is very freaky I have heard so many things I haven't been down because I you know I try to do the quarantine but yeah I don't know and what is this shark week what what is that Undiscovered I, 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 I don't 
what is it? I don't get what is going on. You just watch shark. Aren't there shark shows all the time? Or it's only this week. Why is it? Everyone likes to be afraid. I don't understand. That. I, it's weird, but it's kind of cool. And yeah, it's just all shows about sharks. Have you seen any of the shark stuff on TikTok? Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, a lot of people. Is there like a, tell me there's like a shark talk. There could be a shark talk. There are a lot of people who oh. talk about Shark Week and different facts about sharks. Mm, and I'm mm-hmm. like an undercover like nerd like that. So I like really like facts and things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've also done some reading about some sharks and some fossils that I have, they have found of like prehistoric sharks. Oh, well, geez, Louise, this is fascinating. Well, there's there's a lot happening. I also was hoping with the shark attack in Cape Cod that I could have gone to Cape Cod this summer because it would have uh, been cheap. <laughs> However, it is not. No, 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 no. It is very expensive. Mm-hmm. I looked. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that dream didn't happen. But with my new fear of sharks, I have developed a refound love for lakes and rivers and swimming holes and things like that. Yeah, I, I always want to go tubing. You have to let me know how that goes. Oh my god, and then we should totally go. We could. Oh, that would be so fun. Mm-hmm. I, no, I'm really, I'm very jazzed for you. It's very cool. Yes, it's um a couple of people from work. A little end of summer teacher celebration. That's very sweet. You will be doing your summer dreaming. I love yes. it. Yes. And I really do like the lakes again. And, you know, like growing up, I always swam in a lake. Mm-hmm. And then I got kind of like skeeved by them for a while. Mm. But I am back on them. And my goal for next summer is to go to Lake Michigan for a week. Mm. Yep. That sounds heavenly. And I want to do um, wakeboarding. Oh, yeah, very cool. I went to Lake Champlain, which it's like they're so big that it's like, I don't know. Yeah, they have like currents and stuff and like tides or something like Lake Michigan. Yeah, does. yeah it's quite spectacular. Yeah, it's, it really is spectacular. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what are your other favorite like childhood summer lifestyle things? Because I know of your summer house. Summer house, the beach. My mom was a big beach uh-huh. person. Mm-hmm. We did the beach a lot as little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I can like so distinctly remember like the late afternoon, like sun burning my back at the mm-hmm. ocean when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and still now that's like one of my favorite times of the day at the beach. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I have a lot of good summer memories. Yeah, I do too. They're like very special, right? Yes, there's like definitely something different about them than other. And for some reason, like the summer, like seems like eight months of the year, maybe in my like childhood memory, right? When it's only like two. Yeah, it like takes up a lot of space. Yeah, I mean, as you know, we went to um, we had a cabana on the. south shore so long beach area and long island and um there's a whole culture right so you go and you 
have your Entenmann's donuts in the morning and then you go to swim team and then you go to cheerleading and then you go to the rec center and then you go to kick line and then you go to swim team again and then maybe play water polo. And you're, I mean, talk about free range, you know, you're just allowed to go all throughout everywhere, the ocean, everything. I mean, you barely had to check in with parents, you know, it was the nineties, the eighties, they were, they were tanning and drinking tab and, you know, telling you to, you know, go do your own thing, make, you know, make your own fun. Yep. And, you know, we were just like alone on a beach. And, and so I remember these days and then at night there'd be, you know, on the grill, they would do whatever. And. I remember towards the end of childhood, the seagulls got like really uh, extreme and they started stealing the food off of the grills. Like clear would take like a steak just like off. I don't know, man. I have a seagull story. One time when we were little, uh, we were Jersey Shore and whatever. My aunt had a hot dog and a seagull came down and took the hot dog out of the bun out of her hand. (laughs) That is sensational. Also at the lake house, an Entman story. Um, oh, my, <laughs> my cousin was eating a chocolate Entman's donut, and for mm-hmm. a couple summers, we had this like very aggressive goose. <laughs> okay, and it came and it took it right out of her hands. Wow, yeah, a lot of hand thievery, yeah, on the shoreline <laughs> for your family <laughs> from wild creatures. Mm-hmm. That's kind of wacky. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. The Entenmann's, so do you know what, what is the mix? It's like you have the the cake donut that's coated in chocolate. Yep. You had the one with the little nubs on it. Yes, but those only came in like some of the mixes. There were a yeah, the, in the different mix. ones. Oh. It was like the chocolate, the plain, which no one ever mm-hmm. wanted, and the powdered mm-hmm. sugar. And then there was mm-hmm. like chocolate, cinnamon, and powdered sugar. And then the awesome crumb one with the little things on it, which is the best one out of all of them. That was definitely the best one out of all of them. Wow. Yeah. No, those were really amazing. And I don't know why they're like part of my memory so much. And obviously bagels, obviously bagels. But I'm just saying like Entenmann's played a role for sure. It did. Mm -hmm. It definitely did. That's weird that it's like such a summer. I think I guess it's such like an easy thing to bring somewhere, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you don't need the butter, you don't need the cream cheese, you don't need any other thing. No, nope, it's all like self-contained and like packaged and ready to go. And then the kids are very happy, and then they go away. I think that was like the <laughs> the idea of the caregiver back then was just like keep the kids quiet, happy, and away. Definitely <laughs> give them whatever. <laughs> and you know what else? I have so you know we drive from the North Shore of Long Island to the South Shore every day. And uh, we had a station wagon that we faced Backwards. the opposite way. Yes. And I feel that the children of today, I mean, as much as they have, right, they have all the things, but they're really getting robbed. You got to bring those cars back. Oh, they're missing out on so many cool things. I think that's just like the coolest thing. Like you could like sneakingly like give the finger to someone behind mm-hmm. you. <laughs> or if you were not doing things like that, you could wave to them absolutely get all the time to... annoying wave you do like the little signal for the horn yes <laughs> all those annoying things and like how did we even survive back there there was no ac there's like that little triangle window that opened an inch no air well do you remember the bigger station wagon that my parents got that the back which was so safe the whole back window rolled down 
Yes, I do remember that. And that, I mean, like, we were getting, like, blown out of the car. No one had a seatbelt on. <laughs> like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably, it like, was a different time. Oh, yeah. Kids now, really. They're missing out. But, like, where are all those cars? Are they, like, a le- are they, like street legal? Like, <laughs> where are they? They might not be. They were really replaced by the minivan. That's a bummer. Yeah, because they were so much cooler. Like, the wood wagons. Totally. Yep. So much cooler. Yep. Yeah, summer life I wonder where is, like, they a are. different life. Summer life is a different life. And I think Long Island does that very well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will be sad when it goes. I think our winter is just like too long for me. It's way too long. At least now we have Frontini, so we can have like a chat. That's good. It is good. Um, I don't yeah, I don't know. Other summer favorite things? Mm, trying to think. Um we could talk about our lemonade um, entrepreneurship. We were <laughs> very uh, self-sufficient that summer. That was, I will never forget that. So I also, I'll never forget that. We like really like we're rocking it. We, okay. So backstory. Um, as everyone knows, Vic and I have been friends forever. So one summer where we were being like loosely supervised, I guess, (laughs) it wasn't a beach day and we're like home in the neighborhood, you know, and it was like inside or outside. So we were outside because the houses didn't have the AC. No. Or at least our houses didn't have AC. Neither. So you had like, you had like maybe a sad fan. I don't even remember having a fan. You just sort of survived. And when it got really bad, you slept in the basement. Yeah. And the basements weren't finished necessarily. No one. So let that sink in, gentle <laughs> listeners. And they were like damp. And they were damp. There's spider crickets. For those who know, you know. You know, and, and if you're a South Shore Long Island person, you don't know. I had some friends, they moved up to the North Shore and they were like, Vic, what is in my basement? I was like, Oh yeah, it's spider cricket. It's it's like a thing. If you need to Google it, you can Google cave cricket. Get ready to be horrified. Yeah, they're something special. They are. They jiggle, they hiss, they hop, like, four feet in the air. I mean, it's, like, a wild time. But, yeah, I don't know. We, like, yeah, on the hottest, hottest days, which there were some, we would, like, all take to the basement. That is some wacky stuff right there. Yep. Wait, did you have... You didn't have AC. No. Did you? No. no. Did you have fans in your room? Do you remember having a... I, I don't remember having a fan. Not in my bedroom, <laughs> no. Yeah. We had one big green metal like industrial fan that's exactly what we had as well you seriously i only remember that in my parents room and it would turn on be like it'd be the loudest yep wow yep i can't where and where did you have that in your house it i mean it weighed like 80 pounds But it got like moved around kind of. And, you know, it's really weird. But a lot of times I remember it being in the screen room in the back of my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And we'd all just like sit out there. Wow. Mm -hmm. And would they push the cooler air in or they would just like fan yourself with it? It would be like against like one of the walls, kind of like the screen. Uh Uh-huh. And it would be like pointing out at all of us. Oh, pointing out. So it would be sucking the hot air out of your house. Sometimes, I think. Yeah. 
Man, I don't know. Why Why was it like that? I don't know why it was like that for us. I don't know, but my parents still have the fan in their basement. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. And when the basement floods, they use it. <laughs> there you go. Another, right? another downside of the North Shore of Long Island. That's very true. Wow. Yep. How cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. And then but you know, I guess some people, you know, growing up when they when we were younger did have AC. Yeah, people definitely did. It was it's always not nice like when you got up. invited like over there. It really was. Uh-huh. It really was. Anyway, sorry. So back to lemonade <laughs> time. But we were unsupervised. I I got tangential, but I mean it's worth mentioning. Oh, totally. Right? Mhm. Yeah. So yeah, we were like kind of unsuited. We needed something to do. So us being our marvelous little selves, I don't know. How old were we? 11, maybe. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. We set up a lemonade stand. And we were very, very success- successful. Don't you think, Vic? Yeah, so we set, okay. So part of this, and it's nice to bring it up because the, um, the United States Postal Service is under attack. Um, so it's nice to bring yes. it up. There was this thing that was a mailbox that's not a mailbox. So I don't know if anyone has seen this, but it's basically the shape of a mailbox. It's brown. And it's kind of like a cubby for the mail carrier. Yes. So like you couldn't we put didn't anything have... into it. Like it had to yeah, be opened no... with a key. A special key. And we were always very intrigued by this, but it was always very rusted. I don't know what was going on. What what are the cubby needs that like surpass like your car? I have no <laughs> idea. Maybe mail can't go in a car. I have no clue. But um, but that's what the thing was. So we would take our little selves and hurl ourselves to the top of it and sit on it and then scream about the lemonade. Yes. I I also remember we made um, gigantic uh, paper hats. <laughs> Do you remember? Yes. So they were, I'm like holding my hands. You can't see. Um, maybe I want to say three feet long. Yes. And they were like, and like a foot paper hat. high pointed, like a, like a origami paper hat, how you would make a paper hat or think about a hat. Or I guess it could also similarly almost be a boat. Upside like down. Shape. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we would write on it. And I don't remember how much did we sell the lemonade for? You know, that's like a tw- was it like a dollar or twenty five cents. I don't know what it I think was. it was twenty five cents, and most people gave a dollar. That's what it was. But anyway, we cleaned up, man. Yeah, we did. People were like really generous, and we were very, very busy. <laughs> I believe in the afternoon we recruited people for a little bit, uh, meaning that we forced our younger <laughs> siblings to stand on the side of a road screaming lemonade. Yep. And truth be told, we do have an arsenal of very adorable younger siblings. And so, you know, we put them to work. Absolutely. Do I don't do we even like pay them or give them any money? No, we probably just gave them like free lemonade. <laughs> yeah, probably. I man, yeah. Um, but then, you know, I was remembering I don't remember how much we made like per day. I was thinking it was like sixty dollars, but maybe it was more like forty dollars, like twenty dollars each. Well, I remember we did have one customer that gave us $20 each. Is that is that what I'm remembering? Now, thinking back on it, nice guy or pervert? Not really sure. Um, But he didn't say anything or do anything weird. He just gave money. I mean, isn't that how it all starts? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh my god, I hope not. No, but I don't know. But we made like a lot of money at the lemonade stand, like a freakish amount. Like as an adult, would I have a lemonade stand if I could make sixty dollars a day? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like so, for back then, you have to imagine there's a time you have no AC, ride in the back of a car, moms are smoking, drinking diet coke. This is the times, right? Like. It was just a different time. And so for us to get our hot little hands, and this is, I, maybe we were younger than 11, maybe we were 10, because I don't think we had any babysitting money. We had no money. We had nothing. Yeah, so we had to be probably closer to 10, I think. Yes. And also, I will mention, too, when you're when you're 10 and you have cute younger siblings and you're the old one, you're definitely not getting anything. All you get is, like, stuff to do for them, like, watch them. Yes. The little ones get doted on. Yes. So when it's a, it's a, not a good thing for your siblings to be cuter than you. No. I could say that for myself. I speak up for myself. <laughs> I mean, just once you get to be 10, you're not, like, that cute anymore. No, I would. No, there was nothing cute about me. It was a hot mess. It was like right before braces needed to be slapped on. It was it was what it was. There was a lot of bangs. There was early onset acne. (laughs) Um, Also, to mention, I've been the same size since I'm 11. So like, yeah, so it was a larger kid um, height wise. I don't know what was going on. It was it wasn't cute, though. That can be said well I think we were adorable so in our little actions we were adorable but anyway so we really cleaned up with this lemonade stand but the best part is that we would then this is like (laughs) suburban talk about summer dreaming this is like suburban dreaming right now we would walk I want to say two miles maybe to the CVS with our money and we would buy lip smackers yes Lip smackers, uh, lip gloss, which is like, you know, probably some toxic chemicals that like tasted like root beer, cotton candy, or like whatever. Do you remember when they came out with the um, Dr. Pepper one? Do I have that was the best yeah. one? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. We would um what else? We bought Sun In, I think, in that oh, time. Yes, we did. <laughs> which for the hair, you know, you'd peroxide your hair with Sun In. I do you remember other things we used to buy from CVS? Um, we would buy clearly Canadians. Oh, stop madness. Yes. So we would buy clearly. Wow. This is like, so CVS is a pharmacy, just in case someone doesn't know. And clearly Canadians, I don't even know. How, it's like a flavored seltzer. Yeah, but they were sweet. A clear, yeah, sweet, clear soda, but fruity. Yep. I don't remember other things that we used to buy, like all like the little tchotchke, like a loofah and like little things like that, that our parents would never like purchase for us. That's like what we would buy. I felt so pimp in CVS. You have no idea with my $20. I felt, oh, and just you walk there by yourself and then trotting back with the bag. Yep. Oh, and you come home and like that... look at everything. Absolutely. I know there are probably a lot of like scrunchies bought. Yes. Oh my gosh. So that's like what we, I mean, really, it's a very, um, like, kind of clean cut activity. Yeah, we weren't doing anything wrong. <laughs> no, it was very, very cute. I also remember going and getting coffee coladas with the money. Yes. Well, that, that was, was the like... big thing when the Dunkin' Donuts opened up the street. Yes. So, yes, we would walk to the Dunkin' Donuts, do coffee colada. And then my favorite, which I've actually figured out a vegan hack for. I don't know if I even told you about this, but the um, 
Berry Blast from um, Baskin Robbins. Oh, I forgot about those. Yes, I became obsessed for a period of time with the Berry Blast from Baskin Robbins. And so what it, it's kind of just like a fruit smoothie, but I'm sure they put some vanilla yogurt in it or something. And so I have figured out how to make this thing at my house vegan style. That's awesome. And I use bananas. I use um, mixed berry, like frozen bananas, frozen mixed berry, um, a vanilla alternative milk. And I'll put in a little bit of vanilla, like, um, you know, baking. Awesome. Blend it. It is heaven. It's just like, it's just like it. That sounds really good. And I'm still using that Elmhurst milk, by the way. Mm. I have it's not so good. found it. However, oh I see the trucks everywhere I go now. <laughs> it's very cool. I have to, I really have to try it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So other, other fun summer things that need to be discussed. Um... Well, let's talk about <laughs> the ice cream man a little bit. I know we've touched upon oh. our perceptions of the ice cream man, women, whoever's driving, um, mm-hmm. as adults. However, as kids, it was such like a different experience. You went? Yes. And you got to pick out your favorite ice cream? They had those um, with the gumball. I love that. The baseball mix. Yes. That was my favorite. Yep. And the baseball mitt was like the OG. And then they came out with like SpongeBob was one. You yeah. know, like stuff like that. No, yeah. I always liked, and I was like the weird kid because I didn't really like ice cream. I, like ice cream. Um, I always liked um, the snow cone. Mm. But the best part of the snow cone was like drinking the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar dye out of the bottom once it started to melt. So, yeah, much respect on the snow cone love. That's like so OG. I love them. They were so good. They're always a little bit too hard to like actually eat. Yeah, no, you think like you're glad your teeth are still intact. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I went to um, in Kingston, New York just this week, just a couple days ago. I went to Sweet Marissa's. They're vegan. bakery they do macarons so wonderful and they make an ice cream sandwich that is a giant macaron on each side and the inside they made it like um those strawberry good humor bars so it's like an ice cream pop bar that's like coated in like the crunchy that's one of my favorite ice creams the good humor strawberry shortcake they made the flavor in this like fancy vegan thing. It's heaven. It's heaven. I would like to go there. Heaven. You gotta go. I will go with you. Awesome. <laughs> I'll make. I'll be your official taste tester. Awesome. <laughs> make sure. Yes. 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 Oh, summer's just so good. It really is so good. You know, I I like the cicadas. I like finding them. They're little exoskeletons. I haven't seen any yet, though. That's interesting. I haven't either couple weeks a couple days probably yeah true it's rapidly coming to an end it is but you know then it'll start all again you know what i actually had a really cool thought you ready for this okay this will be this will be a nice thought um right now from this moment you are less than a year away 
from your next summer vacation. You are brilliant. Like, it's so, it's kind of close, though. That made my day. <laughs> I'm glad. It's right. It's like kind of cool to think yeah. about. I'm going to keep thinking in, that when uh, work gets crazy in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like in nine months from today, you could have like a, you could really start thinking about your summer. I can't wait. And you're in summer and then you get summer. It's just a beautiful cycle. Yeah. I kind of am like summer dreaming all year. Summer dreaming. Okay, everyone. So now we're going to get into our TV and other good stuff that we've been doing. Uh, Round this episode out. I love it. Yep. Um, Before we do that, I do want to say that was such a nice little like trip down memory memory lane, Vic. I know there's so much in there, right? It's like um, station wagons, no air conditioning, sun in, lip smackers, lemonade stands. You're the best. You're just the best. You are too. Lots of good stuff. And I'm so glad that we could talk about that. Yeah, seriously. But going into other good stuff, I have been watching some good TV. Oh, please do share. I have not. So I would actually love to know this. Well, I'm a little behind on Shameless. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Tell me. Sorry. Shameless. Talk to me. Yes. It's shameless. So I am a little behind on Shameless, but the new season came out on Netflix. So I have backtracked. I'm rewatching episode, uh, season seven, and then I'm going to finish it through season 10. Did you watch Shameless? Um, yeah, I'm like a super fan. I've definitely seen it all. I like uh, do uh, Showtime when it's on. Mm. I had gotten rid of Showtime, I think, like in the middle of episode seven. Oh, okay. And then I just kind of like didn't. Didn't pick it up. But that's yeah. no, that's a really good binge. And I've seen it on Netflix. And I'm like, ooh, I'm jealous of people who like get to watch from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I wish I was watching from the beginning. Mm. That show is really good. Yeah. And I'm also watching, I'm actually almost done with it, but I'm watching a little like mini docu-series. It's called Fear City. Oh, okay. And it's what about New York City in mm. like the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Ooh, and okay. like kind of like the rise of the mafia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, so far I'm really enjoying it. I have about, I think it's only three episodes. I have one episode left. Uh-huh. And I will definitely let you know about that. Oh, that's fabulous. Yep. And then I have a third show that I want to start. It's called Bloodline. Mm. And it's kind of like another, like, kind of shameless, but it's a family in the Florida Keys. Cool. And I Very have a cool. love-hate relationship right now with Florida Keys. So we'll see how that goes. But those are my yeah, three no, let, TV let shows. Me know. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Have and you watched all anything? Netflix? All Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Um, really, not really. I don't know. I haven't been doing too much of the TV. Can't say that I have. Have you read anything good? Yeah, well, I bought a stack of books from my local used bookstore um, for last week. You know, it is fabulous. And I, you know, Augustine Burroughs wrote Running Scissors. Yeah. 
So I got another one from him, possible side effects, and I read it in like a day. So then I picked up another one and it's dry is the name of it, the title. And so I'm just kind of like going through those. Man, he's a good writer. Oh, I might try those next. Oh, it's so good. I've it's so good. I've read a couple of good reading is like a very big summer activity for me. Yes, I know. We didn't talk about reading no. in yeah. But I feel like on all those days that were like so super, super, super hot, like too hot to do anything, yeah. we would like lay in the basement and read. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. But I read three good books lately The Other Wife. Okay. And it's kind of like a thriller, mystery, kind of like gone girlish, sort of, but different like vibe mm-hmm. to it it was good it was almost like reading like a memoir like it was almost like written like oh no no no! I'm confusing my books now that one wasn't really written like memoir but it was really good it was written from like all different people's like perspective oh cool yeah so then after that I read another book that was written the same way um where the mermaids live it was actually a recommendation. Thank you very much from to Stephanie for the recommendation. And um, I read it in like three days and that one kind of read like a memoir, but it was also written like each chapter was a different person's perspective. Oh, very cool. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a stack that I'm going through. I guess the only um, I'm doing a Jonathan um, for Saffron. Why can't I say authors' names? What is wrong with me? But anyway, well, listen, you're better I, than me because I don't even remember them. Okay, well then there you go. Um, <laughs> and I'm doing another. It's a memoir about, or it's not a memoir. I guess it's a collection of um, primary sources that tell the tale of Hunter S. Thompson from a certain point of view. And I am like a mega fan of Hunter S. Thompson, so I'm uh, rereading that. Um, as well I have like a stack of like seven books that I read at the same time um, because that's how I roll Uh, but I will say I have to like I don't know Nick I don't know who's listening to this but you have to know all right this the author um, Hanif Abdurraqib whose name I butchered in whatever episode and I carry that guilt because I'm a turkey but you know what I left it on and I didn't you know um scrub the audio or anything because I just you can hear me falter and then you can hear me apologize for it and I'll apologize for it for the rest of my life but I will say he is a poet he wrote this book right um they don't kill us until they kill us um and the book is is just fabulous. It's like emo, hardcore, like black experience, but not really more story, self-experience. I don't know. It is amazing. The point that I'm trying to get to is this guy is a poet. And the way that he writes is um, it is so unnecessarily delicious. It is so delightful there is no reason why the sentences need to be that way but they are and you just like reread them and you're like damn this guy can write like he can really flip and write like you just didn't need to put it that way but you did and I'm like in this moment you know that's awesome it's really beautiful so anyway I recommend any like poetry writing lovers to to read that I will definitely, I just started another book last night, but I will definitely look into it because I too read multiple books at the same time. Yeah. I don't know why I do. Why? why? I don't know. I usually read like different types of books though. Like, 
I didn't use time. to. It's a new. It's a newer kind of thing. I started um, Hillbilly Allergy last night. Oh, that's cool. And it's like a memoir, and it's about like um, growing up in like Appalachia, kind of, and like the Ooh. transition between like poverty, like white poverty, to like working, like middle class. Very cool. Yeah. Up, if you could snap a pic and text that to me, I would love to read that. Absolutely. It's called Hillbilly we'll Allergy. It... It's by J.D. Vance. As I just say mm. that I don't know anyone's name, but... There you go. Yeah. I read, like, the whole, like, forward in the book. So I got very, very acquainted with him. Yeah, very cool. hmm Yeah, so I guess that's pretty much it. What we have to look forward to is we have an episode or two, one or two, left in this season um it will still be august so that's good so we're summer dreaming we're gonna continue to dream on and uh yeah yes so um we look forward to you guys checking us out on social media yes give them all those things yes i will give them all those things (laughs) um we are friend teeny podcast um on instagram we are friend teeny pod on tiktok and we are friend teeny pod on Twitter. Clearly, Vicky is the one with the better memory. <laughs> so, yeah. So follow us. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, check each other out. Definitely. We'll see you all next time. All right. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs>